0: All right. I want to take you back to when you first found out you were pregnant for the very first time. Yeah. And uh, how did you feel when you found out? And what were your expectations going in um, about what motherhood would be like versus the reality when it really happened to you?
1: Um, So I guess pregnancy, like Brad and I have been trying for quite some time to have a baby and it did take us quite some time. Um, and my first pregnancy actually ended in a miscarriage. Oh, really? Um, so it took us ages to get pregnant. Um, and then we, I guess the stress of it, like you become so focused on that thing that you think you want. Um, and it just kind of consumes your everything. Um, so to sort of get our mind off it or my mind off it, um, we just like ran away and eloped and like went and got married and, um had this amazing holiday where we just kind of like enjoyed ourselves and like ate and drank and were very merry and we actually got pregnant while we were away. Ah. So um, it was almost the perfect situation really for us. Um, And I guess pregnancy, I didn't really enjoy either pregnancy. Like I tend to overthink things and like worry and um, it just didn't feel like a glowing, beautiful, natural experience to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there were definitely moments that were amazing, like feeling, you know, a baby moving inside you and um, just like the miracle of life, I guess. But um, yeah, I don't really enjoy pregnancy. (laughs) Um, And then the reality when that baby arrives, like it's a real slap in the face. (laughs) And um, I don't think anyone in my family really prepared me for what it was like. Like we didn't really have any small children around us like um we didn't really have a lot of friends with babies and it was just like a real wake-up call of this like tiny person
0: that then needed you for everything and there were no exceptions (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and did you have any fears like as you had the miscarriage beforehand did you have fears about um i think
1: like the biggest thing for me with motherhood is like no one tells you that you are never going to not worry ever again. Mm. Like you're, even when you're an adult, like you're still going to have concerns about your children. <laughs> like it's a, before, before parenthood, you don't worry about things. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Except for yourself, yeah. really. Um, yeah. It's like such a change, such a, and, and just like, there's no going back from it. Like that's just,
0: that's just your life now. <laughs> that's right changes you um what is your favorite thing about having little kids (laughs) um so I don't really super
1: enjoy the the tiny baby stage like I I can see how people like swoon over little fresh babies and I don't mind a quick cuddle but um, for me, those first couple of years were quite hard mm-hmm. because I guess you're putting in so much and it feels like you're not getting a lot back. Yeah. So I love my kids at the ages they are now. So um, Olive is four and Arlo is seven. And it's just the last few years has been so nice like seeing them like interact together as well as like just the things that they think of and the, the things that come out of their mouths and the mm-hmm. things they draw. Like they're amazing. Like it's amazing that they have all these their own little personalities and their own things that they like and don't like and yeah i think they're great
0: now <laughs> <laughs> yeah well i think that kind of lends into the next question of what's been the hardest period of motherhood yeah. for you and how did you deal with it
1: yeah so um i think for me like that first year is the hardest like the pregnancy in that first year is um just all consuming like it um really sucks the life out of you in so many ways like yeah. you're feeding this baby you're you know you're not getting sleep like you you're not putting yourself as a priority at all mm. and um like I didn't dislike it like I, I don't think I ever had like postnatal so depression sad. or like resentment in any way. It was just really hard.
0: I can totally. man. It's, yeah, it's true because it's, it's like you're sleep deprived, which is a yeah. form of torture. Yeah. Um, and you're Basically chained to the baby. Hmm. I mean, whether yeah. you're breastfeeding or bottle feeding, you're yeah. still on that strict schedule. Of you're you're sitting down for a period of time yeah, feeding, feeding this and child. Naps and yeah, it's um, unrelenting, and especially when when you're doing it over and over, night and day. Yeah, it um, seems like
1: there's no end in sight. Yeah, at
0: some time. <laughs> back-breaking stuff. Holding a yeah. you know a, a weighted yeah. dead weight in and your I heard, arms. I I mean, Arlo was
1: he was a boob monster like mm-hmm. he lived to feed <laughs> and he was 10 kilos at six months so like i my actual back was breaking like trying to hold him and like deal with him Alo, i don't really want isla to go out the back because it's a big mess out there and she's not used to navigating around tools
0: <laughs> no my husband's not handy so <laughs> there's no tools <laughs> yeah you're totally right there and i just don't know how people i respect people with multiple children for that reason yeah i Um, could never (coughs) going back to back that's alright.
1: arlo leave that door alone tyson zip it arlo don't want you out the back It's going to be great to listen to later oh
0: there's all sorts in all these recordings oh believe me this is going to be fun but I think it just adds to it really the yeah. whole experience it's good it's authentic there it was one there was one mom and um and she has a four-year-old boy and we are in the backyard and he's got his um toy chainsaw out oh. <laughs> so most of the recording just him going <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay um Looking back, if you could do anything differently in motherhood, what would you do differently?
1: Um, I think it's taken me almost seven years now to sort of put myself as a bit of of a priority. Yeah. And I think that is so typical of mothers is that we just really neglect every aspect of ourselves, like whether it's physically, mentally, what we eat, what we do, like it all just kind of goes out the window mm. because you have this like mother's guilt of what you should be doing for everyone else and what everyone else needs. Yeah. So it's only in the last couple of years that I've kind of realized that and decided to not feel guilty as much about it and sort of make certain things a priority within my life. Um, but I do wish that I sort of not did that earlier, but did look after myself a little better like i wish that i you know made i don't know even just like eating better a preference or like taking time to have a shower uninterrupted <laughs> or like yeah. just all these little things like even just like going to the physio for your pelvic floor health like yeah <laughs> yeah all these things that you just just put on the back burner i guess yeah
0: totally <laughs> And, again, that's another quality of being a mum. It's that urge to help.
1: Yeah. You just want
0: to... But there's just... I find that, like, with the healthcare system as well, like,
1: they, it's all focused on the baby. Like, once the baby is born, oh, it is all about the baby. Mm-hmm. Like, the mother just has to deal with it and go along for the ride. Like, there's no follow-up care for the mother. There's, like, you know,
0: nothing. Not until they... Seek help themselves yeah. when it's way too late.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, and we're not going to because we're putting ourselves last.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is, um yeah, it's not good enough. No. Okay, what are you most proud of in your motherhood journey? Um,
1: I think probably... I give a little bit of tough love, I think, and that's mainly because I really want my kids to sort of grow a bit I- independence mm-hmm. and, like, be uh, confident, I guess, and um, make their own decisions and, like, even if it's the smallest of decisions, like, I would rather them choose what they would, like like to do or you know Mm. like i don't want to dictate every aspect of their life um i think it's really important for them to like have their own space i guess yeah like i don't (laughs) my poor kids are so neglected in the regard of like after school activities and stuff because i'm not gonna like shove them into like piano lessons and like you know all these bits and pieces that i would like them to do yeah i want them to sort of experience things and find what
0: they want to do yeah, yeah it's brilliant <laughs> and in time they will
1: yeah. yeah say hey
0: i'm actually really into this yeah so you're giving them time yeah to work
1: about it. yeah good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which can be seen as neglect sometimes <laughs> I don't see it that way at all. <laughs> do you know, I, um, I talked to Julia Bell mm. on the weekend and her regret, which is a question that comes up, yeah, was that she was scheduled to too much of the extracurriculars. Thing. Do you want
1: to do some painting? No, enjoying, you was know, join You can sit up at the nice. bench, yeah?
0: No, thank you. Well, where okay. are you going to
1: go? Have you got a table? Yeah.
0: Okay. Have fun. Can, I actually drive, if you, drive the can you go share the texts with them? Um. Yeah, she she thought that she put they she put too many activities on them.
1: Yeah, and and I see that at like the school that we're at. There's a lot of like <coughs> mothers that are very like that. Like the kids literally do stuff every single day after school, mm. and they're melted. I'm like my kids. Like Arlo can't wait to come home and just do his own thing. Like he. He's been really big the last few years on Transformers. Like, he's kind of easing up it a bit now. But, like, he all he wants to yeah. do is come home and, like, do his thing or, like, build things or, like, yeah. I think that's way more important than being, like, no, you're up to piano. I
0: don't care if you don't like it. <laughs> like, and it's also, um, it's a, okay to be bored. Yeah, totally. Trying to like figure these it out. Two have so much
1: imagination and play together. And I, I feel like, like, that's my biggest concern as a parent with in this sort of you know world of technology
0: now is like the whole gaming thing and yeah their attentions are like 10 seconds they're on to the next thing but i've sort of seen the flow-on
1: effect through my teaching like that there's kids that are really into gaming they have no creative thoughts of their own anymore like it's always been like sucked out of them like they couldn't draw something on a piece of paper because they just, have, they just don't seem to have their own thoughts anymore. Mm,
0: it's just being fed at them. Yeah. yeah. Mm, that's sad. Um, and I'm wondering what you're most proud of. Did I say that? No, I think I already said that.
1: You might have said that. I can't remember what I said, though. No. Okay, well, the <laughs> next
0: one is... No, I think you said that, exactly what you just said. <laughs> Please define motherhood in your own words. Motherhood is the most severe love-hate
1: relationship <laughs> you will ever experience yeah. in your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, such extreme highs and extreme lows.
0: Um,
1: but, like, he also wouldn't have it any other way.
0: <laughs> yeah. 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 That big love. <laughs> and it, just uh, the horrible pain you go through. Yeah. Um. What is the best piece of advice you could give to someone who is about to have their first child?
1: (laughs) So we actually had friends tell us this before we had Arlo and um, we've kind of lived by it too. Like, um, Don't change your life to fit in with them. Make them fit in with your life.
0: Oh, right, yeah. And
1: we've always tried to do that. Like we still travel and we've taken the kids travelling. We still go out for dinner and like, I mean, it's definitely been shit to take them out for dinner sometimes Hmm. but they have learnt how to be because you know they know that that's a normal thing that we expect of them can you take your wiggliness outside and you're a bit soggy just a little come on out you go Yeah, so we've always kind of lived by that, I guess. Like we have friends that literally cannot go out for dinner with their kids because they've never done it and the kids don't know how to be. I'm like, well, just take them. <laughs> like it might be okay, it might be really shit, but just take
0: it. <laughs> yeah. It's all part of the learning process. Yeah. Um, I remember when I was a kid. Um, my parents would always take us up to Queensland every six months as a holiday. Yeah. We at our overnight stop, we stayed at a, we had dinner at an RSL club, and um, I went through five glasses, five schooners of creaming soda. <laughs> I just kept like or spilling them. I don't know them, if you should use that. Spilling them. Smashing oh, wow. the glasses, oh, yeah. and my dad just kept bringing them back. Like, here's another drink. I I'd have been like, nah, no, you had one chance. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what the thought was, but maybe it was just like, she's got to learn. She's got to learn how she's to drink this. This. <laughs> this. Big schooner. <laughs> so yeah, like yeah, my um, early um, memories are of those sorts of <laughs> educational experiences at yeah. dinner.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, and
0: it is important. Um, um. What has been the biggest surprise about motherhood? Um, the lack of personal space. <laughs> mm, oh my god! <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Um, like you almost feel guilty doing something alone or. Having personal space of any kind, yeah, because like they just want to be with you. Like they, no matter what you're doing. Like if I was, you know, in the kitchen cooking dinner, they would be there. They'd be there drawing, or like they just have to be near you. Yes. which is lovely. But how nice is personal space sometimes? Oh my god!
0: <laughs> yeah, you like I went out granted. today
1: and had a pedicure, and I've been wanting to have a pedicure since before Christmas. Yeah. And after I fucking cleaned the house all day for the cleaning lady, <laughs> she got here and I was like, yep, yeah, I'm going for that pedigree. Like, I, I needed, like, a mental health afternoon. It wasn't even a mental health day. Mm. Just got, like, a,
0: like two hours. And I... It's great. I love I feel way you, better. To get away from... Per, so like, the, do the personal space thing, you went to get touched. Touched by someone else? <laughs> oh. But, um... No, it counts. It counts. Uh, but, yeah, like just from the moment you open your eyes
1: oh no well we have Olive. she comes into our bed during the night so like yeah
0: still you have someone on you like
1: around my neck while i'm sleeping like she is actually suffocating me Mm. (laughs) with love yeah yeah Yeah, it's real (laughs) um totally yeah and i just can't wait to just deal with my own poo (laughs) (laughs) like that'll be a real highlight (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'm sure that day would and come. And once they can feed themselves, like get food for themselves in the morning.
0: Yeah.
1: Amazing. And then yeah. if I could teach them how to make a coffee.
0: Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> you have succeeded. Yes. <laughs> um, well, then the next question is how do I measure my success as a parent?
1: I think just having... I mean, who knows? It will change, obviously. But I guess the aim is to have confident, independent, self-sufficient children that,
0: Mm.
1: you know, thrive in the world and have all the skills that they require to lead happy and healthy lives. (laughs) Like, that would be the ultimate goal, I guess. Like, my parents really pushed us academically to um, study and uni and all that kind of stuff. And I don't think I would go down that route. Like, I think you really need to sort of know your children and, like, know what their strengths and weaknesses are, and their likes and dislikes, and sort of push them to thrive in their own way, like what suits them. Like, don't make them something else that they're, like, not.
0: <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah, like you said, university and academics it isn't every child no nah. nah. and there definitely are way. children who are that way
1: inclined and yeah. need to be pushed but i think it's like comes down to knowing your child yeah
0: not shoving your expectations yeah on mm-hmm. um. yeah mate With With all the new textures?
1: Yeah. Arlo had it. Where
0: was
1: he? Maybe check the lounge room. He was just walking around with it.